Hey everyone, it's Brianna from the Where the Fuck of the Popcorn Bags podcast. Sorry in advance for the crappy audio that you can't ignore in the first three episodes of our show. We have since upgraded our equipment, so if you don't like the way we sound moving forward, it's probably just because our voices are ugly, but can't really do anything about it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Where the Fuck of the Popcorn Bags without the U. See ya. Um, my name's Mantis, and this is this is Garbles. <laughs> oh God! And this is the where the fuck are the cups? Where what are we, what's it called? Where the, the fuck are the popcorn bags? Where the fuck are the popcorn? Get my fucking popcorn bags! Well, I'm Mantis, and this is Garbles, and welcome to get the popcorn bags. <laughs> I think that'd be an interesting title because then people like can ask about it. Where the fuck are the popcorn? <laughs> yeah. Like, have you have you listened to Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags? <laughs> Garbles and Mantis. You better pick a you better pick a name or Garbles is gonna stick. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Do you want to be Garbles? I don't know. I feel like you could do a lot better to go off of your schmegma. No. <laughs> What's your favorite accent? I really like um. Hey, mate, hey, come on, British. British? <laughs> oh, <a> puppet. Arrow, arrow, puppet. Like that. Like a cockney. <laughs> I'm up to with him. Okay, all right. So if this is your first time listening, because because I've never done this before, and neither has Brianna, so so either either you're the first person to listen to this, and if you're the first person, you're probably the last person, because, because this thing is because this is gonna get canceled. No, we're get off the ground, and we're probably gonna give up. But if you're listening to this, then that means that you have tuned in to the unnamed podcast in which. Me and Garbles have decided not to um, pick a name yet. Uh, I'm really high, and so isn't she. And so you're going to have to bear with us while I'm so we. High. I'm really high. Are I you... look like edible. Like, We're from Massachusetts, by the way, so it's cool. Narcs. Don't be. Don't be fucking narcs. I have glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? I'm a little anxious. <laughs> Just a little, little scared. The next movie they're suggesting that I watch is House of a Thousand Corpses. Ooh, no, that's not a As movie you watch. <laughs> so I would go. I want to go. I want to go right into House of a Thousand Corpses right after the beer. Definitely not the Grinch. I hate the Grinch. I love the Grinch. The Grinch is the worst. Maybe the worst thing in the entire world in terms of like Bugs Bunny, Disney, uh, Mickey Mouse, like Nickelodeon properties like SpongeBob and shit. Like, I don't think there's anything worse. I, I mean, Dr. Seuss in itself, like that whole Dr. Seuss verse 
world it fucking sucks i hate it and the grinch is just the worst one of them all he's boring and he's fucking stupid and green <laughs> Those are my three points for why i hate the grinch who are you you know who else is green and stupid fucking trek but that doesn't mean he sucks too no trek is dope dunk on him slam i'm gonna have a slam dunk sound right when i said that slam so if you're listening to this and you're still wondering what's going on uh me and brianna are going to once a week or once every two weeks or once every once a year are going to watch a movie that we don't understand or a television show that we think is trashy and we're going to talk about it uh so we just watched the beaver starring mel gibson and directed by jodie foster which was extremely underwhelming, if I can say so myself. <laughs> what did you think about The Beaver, Brianna? I'm honestly so confused. I don't even, like, remember watching it. It just felt like one long ad. <laughs> For what? <laughs> like, that was one long ad before the actual movie was supposed to start. <laughs> You watched a, an hour and a half long trailer? Is that what you're saying? No, what was, it wasn't even What was like the ad for Jericho? <laughs> fucking, come on, come on down to fucking Jericho! We got the fucking really beaver like, shit! We got all kinds of beaver shit down here. You, we'll fucking buy it, eat it up. That's what it felt like, you know, in SNL when they do, like, the fake commercial? Yes. That's kind of what it felt like. It felt like the fake commercial for the movie, and I was just waiting for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So, first of all, I before we get into the movie itself, I just want to say that I was a little confused at the very beginning, just in general, because I thought that Mel Gibson had gotten, like, ousted from Hollywood at this point. Like, I thought, I thought that, because you remember, you remember back in the day when, when the, maybe like 10 years ago, he got kind of like fucking, like he said, like he got dropped a couple N-bombs and like called his wife and like called her a, a slut and shit or like some fucked up shit like that. You remember that? Well, I was reading on IMDb that this movie got like shelved because it was supposed to come out like right when he like beat up his girlfriend. Remember when he beat up like that Russian lady? What? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I found that. Like, I was confused because this came out in 2011, and it says in Germany on IMDb, which is weird. It says, like, they main, it comes out May 19th, 2011, like, in brackets, Germany. So I wonder if it only came out in Germany and nowhere else. But in on Wikipedia, it says, in July 2010, Gibson had been recorded during a phone call uh, with Oksana Grigorieva, suggesting that if she got raped by a pack of... Ends. Bad word. Don't don't use it, especially in today's climate. Uh, she would be to blame. Gibson was barred from coming near Grigor Vyola over their uh, or their daughter due to domestic violence related restraining order. Uh, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department launched a domestic violence investigation into Gibson. Later dropped when Gibson pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor battery charge. So the Russian chick is his like, wife or baby mama, and he he beat the fuck out of her? It's just, I don't remember it saying he beat her up. So, yeah, I mean, like, well, he said that he wouldn't, he's, I guess, and He was allegedly assaulted her. Okay, well, on a phone call, he said, if she, I don't care if you get raped by a pack of N-bombs, that's not, that's fucked up. 
So I was very confused as to why he was able to make this movie, but it must have he must have made it way before that. Uh yeah, Mel Gibson's not the the greatest. I think the reason this movie got made was because of Jodie Foster. Well, so Jodie Foster definitely was only starred in this movie because they were like, "All right, you can like you can you can direct it." Cuz it was a directorial debut in terms of features. So she was probably like, "Fuck, okay. Like I want to get a fucking credit. <laughs> like, I need a credit. Like I'll I need the directing credit. Like I'll fucking do it." Well, they were probably like, "If you're going to direct it, we're only going to pay for that, but you can star in it too, but we want to save money, so we're only paying for one." <laughs> but feel free to do both. So so Mel Gibson then shows up in He's not steady work, even through all this BS. Like he doesn't really like not steady but he was in get the gringo, machete kills, the expendable three, daddy's home two. Like in two thousand seventeen. When 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 Mel Gibson showed up in Daddy's Home Two, I was like, Fucking Mel Gibson's back. Like we're like we're cool with Mel Gibson again. Like that's like the so we're we're okay with Mel Gibson. And it's we pro- forgave him. Yeah, it's probably because he's a racist, but not a rapist. That makes a difference. It does. Because he didn't get Me Too'd, if you notice. He just got like kind of like ousted as like a racist asshole. Which is kind of yeah. like, in today's world, like it's not awesome, but like I'll take a racist asshole over a rapist. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Alright, so. Let's get back into it. Um, the first thing on my note, it says Mel voices both. Accent, <laughs> accent isn't bad. <laughs> I um, I have the subtitles on. It said that it was a Cockney accent. Did it really? It said Cockney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded Australian the I whole time. Really <laughs> I watched it go by, and then you were like, "He's Australian." And then we had that whole. About him being Australian, <laughs> an American Australian. You didn't cut me off and go. My TV just said cock me. No, kid, what a typo. Boy, I'm the beaver. I, 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 yeah, I don't. Yeah, getting more cocky. We'll get into it in a little bit, but I, I, Jodie Foster made some interesting choices fucking the beaver like more than once. I, I just want to say that, like. There was like a night of passion. Yeah, the bang montage. We'll talk about the bang montage in more detail in a little bit. But yeah, the bang montage with the beaver is weird, and I don't support it at all. Um. <laughs> I think something that was implied would have been much better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not like full-out bang sessions with the beaver. Maybe we should just get into it now. Okay. <laughs> 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 Apparently, yeah, I guess going with that. Speaking of bang sessions, the son wants to have bang sessions with Jennifer Lawrence in the movie. The son is played by Anton Yeltsin. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. He was very good in this movie. Not very good, but like like he was good. Like he was a solid role in the movie. I didn't understand the character very much. The character was Super confusing. His name was Porter. Porter? Yeah, okay. that bugged me. Yeah, I didn't like, I don't, I, it was very forgettable, obviously, because I just, in my notes it says son. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's because I watch it with a 
subtitle. Sun, I don't is, think... Sun is very angsty. Sun scene where he punches his head against wall is so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, but there's another kid. Oh, the little the little son. He's a yeah. he's an effing you know. He's a fucking He's the one that exposed the beaver and Fuck made it. it seem like the beaver was like a good guy, but he really wasn't. No, yeah, fuck that kid. That kid fucking... I hate that kid. Was he strung us along thinking that the beaver was, like, a good person. Yeah. Helping. That kid's off in his own little world, too. Like, they don't pay any mind to that kid. He's just in the fucking basement with tools. Like, He's slamming... tools in his underwear. Yeah, just slamming on nails into wood. Like, what's going on? Where's you the supervision? Sh- There's no supervision. Jodie Foster's wrapped up in her fucking in- roller coaster tycoon. All she does is play roller coaster tycoon all day long, and 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 FaceTime with with people in Hong Kong. Where was his PPE? He could have gotten hurt. She's meeting people on on fetish websites. And so we meet Mel Gibson. Okay, I, I I don't even know where to start. This okay. Let's just go over the characters for a second. We have Mel Gibson, who is this depressed, um, very down, sad president of a toy company called Jericho, and which I don't fucking get because his name's fucking Walter, and he was probably named after his lame-ass dad, who was the president of that company. Like, I don't understand why why a guy who would have his own company na- – if you're going to be a guy named Jerry and then name your company Jericho, why wouldn't you also name your kid Jerry? I feel like that's – I feel like – Jerry wasn't even his name. It was like a nickname. Like, you know, like there's Will and Bill. Uh, like, you should make, yeah, so like, it's just, my name's Walter, but you can call me Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone calls me Jerry, so I'm gonna call Jericho. I make fucking, I make beaver boxes. This fucker in his beaver box. Goddamn beaver box. So, so, so we have Mel Gibson. He's sad, and he's a dad, and he's fucking, he goes crazy with his beaver shit. And then we have Jodie Foster, who just plays Roller Coaster Tycoon, all day and FaceTimes Asian people. She, she does it. <laughs> okay, fine. She she does FaceTime she, me. She she FaceTimes a lot of Asian people. Okay, fine. But she is a engineer, right? Yeah, and, she designs um roller coasters. Okay, so pretty much roller coaster tycoon. And no, that's a whole park. <sighs> that's true. So it's less than roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. That's less. That's awesome. Uh, you have Anton Yelton. Yeltsin? Yelton. Anton, Yelchin? Anton Yelchin? Anton Yelchin. Yelchin. I don't know. Yeltsin? I thought it was Yeltsin. Anyway, if if yeah. you know, if you know, correct us. I don't know. So, Anton Yelton, and then fucking the blonde little the little child. the little blonde child. Anyway. Little blonde child who doesn't he says like six words and he's so well adjusted. He's the most yeah, well adjusted person in the whole bothering him. Yeah, like he's the most I know I just shit all over him, but he's the most well adjusted <laughs> he's the most well adjusted kid person in the whole movie. Like the in the entire movie. Like he's the most well adjusted. He's well-adjust. totally untouched by everything, yeah. Yeah, like he's like, Oh, like my dad's going through some stuff, but like eh, it's okay. I'll oh, just... but now he's back as a beaver. Uh, <laughs> I'll just make some wood wood stuff with him in the in the basement. What up, governor? Hanging out, playing with woods. That's right. <laughs> it's the basement scene. That's what happens. I'll play the I'll play the the scene next to my voice, and it'll it'll sound exactly like. 
So then you have you have uh, uh, J Law Jennifer Lawrence who plays I don't know her name uh, but Nora she, Nora but she plays a sad girl like I don't know like she plays the weirdest character she's, she's um the valedictorian valedictorian and she seems like the popular fun smart girl but she's not there's more to her she's she's deep in and angsty just like Anton Yeltsin's character and his post-its yeah Park Park Portsa Porter yeah Porter and Nora Porter Ugh. Yeah, Porter and Nora are awful character names, by the way. Porter and Nora um, are just like super angsty and essentially made for each other. So, uh, moving uh, on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> that was really the only people that like. There's the the woman who's the vice president of Jerry Co. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Specify as like a named person. No. Uh, they, her name, the only time we really see her name is, like, on the end when they make her the president on the TV. They don't really, like, yeah, do it in person. They, like, purposely made it out of focus. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck this lady. He even says, like, in the movie, he's like, she should be the fucking, she should be the president. Not me. But she's not, uh, no, she not should be the name. president. She should be the president, my love. Not me. Governor. Sorry, if, sorry. If I'm offending anyone, by the way. I don't know. If, I don't know who who could possibly be listening to this right now. But if you're offended, I don't know. I'm sorry. People that have Cockney accents, I feel like they're just crazy. Like they don't have real chill time at their house. Like probably searching the internet for fun stuff like this. So okay. So if you're listening to this and you have a Cockney accent, I'm sorry if I'm shaming you. I, but it's going to happen the whole episode. I don't know what you want me to do. At least you're, you're aware there's a Cockney accent, not an Australian accent. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that L. I'll take that L. That's fine. I'll take that. Um, so, back to Beaver Bong. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Beaver Bong... Little timeout. Beaver Bong is a not an ad. Is not an ad. It's uh, we don't we definitely don't have any type of support ever, and we never will. But the Beaver Bong is something that you can search on the internet. If the this this if you're under eighteen, don't Google it. But if you're over eighteen, wink wink. If you're over eighteen, Google Beaver Bong with parental controls off, and then just click the Pornhub tab, and you'll see it. It's essentially a girl. With a bottomless bong in her vagina, and the dude pours water in it, and then he rips the bong. <laughs> and the best part of the whole thing is her reaction to getting her vagina like bubbled. Because she's like, probably like, "Huh, oh, I wonder what would happen in this situation." Yeah, feels nice. I yeah, don't know. she's like, and she probably doesn't feel like really anything. She's probably just like, "Yeah, eh, this is kind of like weird," but she's just like, she's just like this dead is, like, weird. <laughs> This girl, this girl has dead eyes. Everything. There's like several Beaver Bong videos, but you only need to watch one to catch the gist. Uh, <laughs> you can watch more, um, but that's just for fun. That's not for research anymore. It's past research at that point. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not participating in that. The Beaver Bong. What's that? The Beaver Bong research. <laughs> Garble listens to the Beaver Bong. Like, listens, not watches, but she listens to it while she sleeps. Like, ch- ch- to go to sleep. <laughs> the gurgling like sound. The gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I got uh, punch shuffle with that like a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> white noise. Alexa, play white noise. Talking about beaver bongs. So we went over the characters. That was pretty much all the characters. Uh, we had we, we we were talking about the lady who becomes, but she's really not important. Like it really doesn't fucking matter. Like she's just she's just kind of like there to you like. Don't even give her a name. She's no. <laughs> yeah, she just like look. She's there to look at Mel Gibson while he like talks as a beaver. He, he's pretty much just like a wall to bounce ideas off of. So uh, very lovely though. Played a good character. I have I have no complaints. Um, so I guess we'll get into the movie though, uh, like the actual like how it started and all that shit. So as far as I can remember, Brianna, the the movie starts <laughs> as far as I can remember from an hour and forty five minutes ago, uh, because it felt like a fever dream. Um, it starts with Mel Gibson being super depressed, right? Yeah. And he is just. At work, in bed, same face, same expression, at eating food, whatever. He's just fucking, just, he's just depressed. There was a point where he was fully dressed with, like, a jacket on and, like, got back into bed. Yeah, yeah, with his shoes on, which I, in the, (laughs) and at the time we don't don't realize, (laughs) yeah, that's the sky, could, could you? Could you? I that with my jacket on, like grossing. What? Out. What the fuck? First of all, it's coronavirus, so it's like a different ball game entirely. But even if it wasn't coronavirus, if you, I couldn't fucking imagine getting I into my bed, my bed, like with my shoes on. He had like work boots on too. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, if he's only scuffing around the house, like, are they that dirty? Um, there's house boots. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. He's got house Maybe boots. Maybe he bought them when he was depressed. He went, like, on a shopping spree. Yeah, with his house boots. Yeah. <laughs> I got house boots, so. So he's super depressed, and he's doing these things, and he's going to his... He stops going to his therapist, and he stops taking his pills, and uh, he ends up in, like, a hotel room, and he tries to hang himself from the... From, like, the curtain rod? The shower curtain. The shower curtain rod? Like, what the fuck? Like, first of all, so flimsy. If you have a shower curtain right now, go try to... Go try to, like, hold your body weight with your hand on the shower curtain. Like, no. It's not... That's not even fucking possible. Like, I don't don't know. Like, unless you're fucking... Have, like, some kind of, like, solid brass shower curtain with six-inch screws slammed into the wall like there's no fucking way so he tries to hang himself no you'd have to like definitely find like a stud <laughs> oh and screw it into like those you wouldn't like even the regular wall was nails, like hell yeah okay so uh, yeah i guess i guess you're I'm right just, you know well i i mean so so clearly that that hotel then didn't have their <laughs> they didn't have their shower curtain properly secured into the into the studs. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so I feel like I'm gonna pull the shower curtain off the rod yeah. and like get out. 
And at this point, Mel Gibson already has the beaver. And the way he has the beaver is fucking so stupid. Like, he just go, he par- he parks in the hotel, I think, to already... He have the beaver. Yeah, he does have the beaver at that point. I thought he found it after that. No, 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 no. He finds the beaver in the trash, and oh, then he goes okay, into the hotel yeah, room. Yeah. yeah. And so he's already, like, he's already, like, he's already, like, fucking, like... I think shit faced already, and he's like finds he's the beaver. He's wearing the beaver. Yeah, he's 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 got the beaver on, and the beaver clearly smells. It stinks like shit, and you know it. He found it in the dumpster. And it's fucking grody and disgusting, and it's creepy doll eyes. Fuck you, beaver. Oh, it has human eyes. Yeah, fucking creepy human eyes. And fuck that beaver. And so he's he tries to hang himself and it doesn't work. And he has the beaver on his hand already at this point. Now, I don't know why he tried to hang himself with the beaver on his hand. Like, he was just fucking around and drunk. Probably because you just, at that point, you're like, what else do I have? Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. And so then that fails because obviously he's, a, he's worthless. We just talked about it. Yeah. yeah. And so that fails. And then he decides to walk out of the bathroom. Uh, with the beaver still in his hand, and the shower curtain, like, trailing him. So he has his tie on, and then his tie is tied to the shower curtain, and he's, like, dragging it with him. Do you remember that part at the beginning when he was, like, whipping himself with the belt? Oh, yeah, that was super weird, like some fucking weird samurai. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What yeah, you that doing? was weird. He was just whacking okay. himself in the back. Fucking weird, whatever. So then he goes to try to kill himself. He gets up on the ledge, and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> They do tell you, like, towards the end that it was only ten stories. That's true. Well, ten stories is, like, a, I feel like that's, like, a long way to fall. You would, like, Can you, it was clearly somewhere, wait. like, in the city. It didn't look... Ten stories is different than, like, a ten-story high-rise. Maybe it had low ceiling. I just... I, I typed in, can you survive a ten-story fall? Okay, so... On Google, the very first result when you type in "Can you survive a ten-story fall?" is a. Uh, I mean, if he lands on his legs, that's all legs. Oh, that's gross. So it's a blurb from an it's a blurb from an article from ABC News, and it says doctors use a formula called lethal doses to determine the likelihood of death in a fall. At four stories or a forty-eight feet above ground, half will survive, but at seven stories or eighty-four feet, only ten percent are expected to live. So that is ninety percent will die, according to this study. So ninety percent of people will die from a seven. Uh, a seven-story fall. So did you say, like, it's probably, like, five or less? Yeah, so I would say five or less. So that's, that's still, still a chance. Yeah, that's still a yeah. chance. That's still a chance. So where are you going? Legs first. Oh! My knees hurt well, I was just, just thinking, thinking about like that. You, uh, oh, my God, my knees. If you went legs first, like, at least your, um, like, your torso where all your actual are, or, like, kind of I'm going dicks out. <laughs> I'm going dick first. <laughs> Break my fall, with my dick. <laughs> well, I'm fucked then. <laughs> yeah. No, you can go vagina lips first. How did you break your fall, <laughs> Brianna? How did you survive your ten-story fall? My vagina. My vagina lips. It was my beaver. My beaver. Oh no. Okay. All right. So, so that's when the fun ensues, right? So, for I don't understand why. 
Well, he um he tries to jump, and then the beaver and him get in, like an argument. I think. Well, the beaver goes. Oi! The beaver goes. Oi! Like what the fuck? And that like Oi. scares Mel Gibson like backwards away from the ledge. Yes. Yes. Um, and then he wakes up, and then he has, like, a heartfelt conversation with the beaver. Like, the beaver is fully taken over at that point, right? Don't like, they get, like, they get, like, a three-second tussle. Oh, the, the, the fucking, he falls back, and the TV falls on his head. Don't forget yeah. that part. And then they, he wakes up, and then the beaver's, like, in control. Mm-hmm. So, and then he just decides to, like, go home and, like, hang out with his family after trying to kill himself, because now he's the beaver, and everything's different. Uh, yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that part at all, because, like, Jodie Foster comes home, and she's like... It was literally, like, the first night he had been away. He, like, came back the next day. Yeah, yeah, and the son, the son's like, Ma, we're like, we, it took so long to get him out of here, why is he back? And she was like, ah, we're just gonna roll with the punches, Jimmy. And she's <laughs> like, oh, it's funny, though, because he's funny, and he likes me now. <laughs> he likes me, he likes me now, and our marriage is saved, because of the beaver. <laughs> Not my beaver, but his beaver. <laughs> And then what happens after that? Uh... <laughs> so, so uh, he he's like at dinner and he's cracking jokes as the beave, and that's what I'm going to refer to it from here on out as. By the way, the beave. Uh, so he's cracking jokes as the beave, and uh, he goes to work the next day, and it's fucking. <clears throat> we should have mentioned the whole cart in the first place. Oh, we should have mentioned that. Well, we're we're new, everybody. Bear with us, okay. <laughs> That he gives this, he has this blue card that he gives his wife when he's talking as the he's like with his kid and he's like oh yeah I'm the beaver and like Jody Foss is like what <laughs> Jody Foss is like what the fuck's going on and he's like he's like the beaver's like give it a card give it a card love and so he gives her the card and on the card it says this person is uh, being helped by a like a service stuffed animal um, in order to help him recover from depression. Uh, he said that he went to his therapist and his therapist said it was normal and okay and that he was going to do it. And Jodie Foster just takes his fucking word as gospel because she's fucking, I don't even know. Like she's Well, she's so, like, he has a typed out card. She, <laughs> where, where did you get one of those? He doesn't own a business. He could never just no one fake owns that. She's just mentally checked out and clearly is just desperate for love at this point. Jodie Foster is in the movie. So she just she's like, fuck it, I'll take anything if this like my husband's back. He's like happy. But he's talking in a beaver voice. <laughs> he's he's yeah, got fun. It's better than his regular voice. Yeah. Or more oi, oi. And so, so he goes to work the next day. Too many employees at that goddamn company. There was. It didn't look like there was enough space for them all. When they were in the room together. No, did you see them filing in in the morning too? Like, oh, we all got a beer at eight a.m. So like a shared office, like. <laughs> Jer- Jericho's doing so bad that they have to have a shared office space. Yeah. So uh, like. Well, so why why were, <laughs> <laughs> so why were all the employees looking at? Why was this? It was a nine thirty meeting for everyone in the building. It was because a, they have to interact with them. It was like a Bob Vance building meeting. They just want to, like, make sure he's okay. <laughs> so they all have to go to the meeting. So. so. His advanced refrigeration had to go. Um, 
<laughs> but there's the message up on the screens of all of everyone's computers that say like I'm a I'm a support viewer. <laughs> I'm a I'm a support beaver and I'm in charge now. Like as the beaver. <laughs> so not Mr. Beaver. <laughs> not Doctor Beaver. <laughs> the Beaver. Uh, not so, Justin Beaver. <laughs> So, so he, so everybody's in the fucking, everybody's in the fucking like office space, the cool ass lofted office space, uh, that Jerry Co has. Everyone's standing there like, what do we do? What are these cards? It's crazy. What's happening? And then he fucking busts out from the second floor, the second story, like, and he leans over the railing and he starts talking in the beaver voice, like, oi. I'm the beaver. What's going on, everybody? And then, like, everybody kind of has, like, a, like people are, like, concerned. And, like, a couple people raise some eyebrows. But, like, it seems like a pretty normal reaction, which is... Yeah, no one's, like, calling the cops or anything. It's so weird. Yeah, it's a little disconcerting. Like, I don't know. Like, and the vice president is, is like... Is like this is uh, great. This is like everybody just like let's just hear him out. Like it's just something that we're listening to right now, and so and so he comes crazy. Yeah. Just go along with it. <laughs> so he comes down and he's like. Listen to me, everybody. I'm gonna be the beaver, and, and and we're gonna turn this company around. Give me a shot. Hear me out. Let's do this thing. And he walks around, and he talks about all the. He gives. He has all these, uh, these these crazy gestures that he says that that he's gonna get done, and then he's just all these like grandiose ideas, and 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 everybody seems okay with it. And then one guy's yeah, like, he's a. He's telling all these lies, kind of. Yeah, he's like, we're going to turn the company around, and we're going to get to the... Oh, by the way, also something that pissed me off. He says, we're going to show our product at the global CES meeting this year, which I don't even know what the fuck that means, but he's like, we're going to like the global toy expo. And they don't go to that. We're they going don't, to ToyCon. Yeah, they don't ever talk about ToyCon again. Like, they don't... Like, they end up making a toy. They end up making that stupid beaver box, but it has nothing yeah, to do with that. like something they made and then they um, yeah they cut yeah that's true there's probably so much good footage to pick from that they cut the they cut the beaver cone expo the toy, the toy cone expo <laughs> so so this guy's he's 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 giving this crazy monologue through the cl- through the crowd and then this one guy oh nobody says anything and this one guy turns to him and goes, well, yeah, what do we call you? And he's like, the beaver. Like, oh, the beaver, that's it? I thought he was going to have a really, I thought his name yeah. was going to be like Mel Gibson. Yeah, call me Taryn Cumberbatch. Call me Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Alfred, Alfred Wonderbutt. Could have been like Seymour Butts or something. <laughs> My name's Seymour. Seymour Butts. That would have been good. That would have been funny. Or like, I don't know, just anything. Like, D's nuts would have been fine. D's. D's nuts. Okay, so... So fuck that. So then, so then that's the end of the, that. That's the end of like the storyline, pretty much for the beginning of the Beaver. 
in terms of like Mel Gibson's character arc, like that, like oh. that's the, the end of the beginning of it because he's like the beaver now and he's like, I'm the beaver. So then they cut to Anton Yeltsin's storyline, which I'm going to tell you right now doesn't make any fucking sense. So fucking weird. Weird storyline doesn't need to be in it. They take it too far. Doesn't have any point. Brianna, what do you think? I think that he has, he should be in there. His most of his storyline is like all over the place, but you find out like at the end of the movie why he's there. I, I guess. I don't really get like him having a love interest. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. All right. That's a good point. Yes. Okay. So his storyline doesn't make any sense because of the love interest, which doesn't need to be there. He should have just been a, a son. In the movie, like that, right? Like he should have just been the son that sold essays and papers. Yes. And yes. Called a so, at that. Yeah, and so if you're familiar with uh, with story structure, uh, this would be considered the B story, and it shouldn't have been. It should not have been the B story. The uh, his his interactions with Jennifer Lawrence should not have been the second part of that movie. They should have made it Jodie Foster and her trying to cope. Like as a family with it, like it. I don't know. Like it just, it it it, it was unnecessary because it it really did nothing but kind of make Jennifer Lawrence's character more endearing at the end, right? Like I just didn't really like it at all. I yeah. didn't like her. I didn't like that part. Yes. Yeah. Me not liking her that was personal. <laughs> Garbles hates J Law. <laughs> I don't hate her though. I just really don't like her. <laughs> I think that our demographic is going to be women. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think men will listen to us. Interesting. What do you think? I think we'll probably get like 30 to 40-year-old single men. I'm trying Maybe to look... 30 to 50-year-old single men. <laughs> what if our demographic is 60 to 85-year-old gay men? I love it, then. That's not bad. I'd take that. Happy Pride. Yeah. Ooh, happy Pride, everybody. Uh, I would, that'd be a great demographic because I go to, spoiler alert, I go to P-Town every year and it's not because I'm gay and it's not because I am lucky enough to have a house down there, you but. just like to party. Yeah, I just like to party. No, I've been going to P-Town since I was like three with my fam bam. Uh, love it. Great. Enjoy it. If you're listening to this and you're in P-Town or from P-Town, shout out. Holla. Shout out Holla. Uh, I, I'm trying to see who Jennifer Lawrence is married to, but it doesn't say. Oh, Cook Cook Maroney. Ugh. Oh, his name was Michael. Cook Maroney. Let's see. He's uh. I think he's he dated some other like famous person. Cook Maroney. Let's see if he's got a. He doesn't even have a a wiki. That sounds like macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Macaroni. He's, he's tall. He's handsome. Got a nice. Uh, he's got a weak chin. He's got a nice beard. You can tell his chin's a little soft, though. No offense. No offense. Not taking shots here. If they have a kid, they're screwed. Jennifer Lawrence doesn't really have a good chin. No, she doesn't. This picture of her is horrible that I'm looking at right now. Uh, he's a professional art gallery director. He so doesn't that, really have a job. Yeah, so it must be nice. Just being Jennifer Lawrence's husband. Not just and being Jennifer, but like, I mean, being Jennifer Lawrence's husband is 
you know, you're a lucky it's guy. It's probably really easy because she's so low maintenance. Because she's like, she's one of the cool ones. She's cool. She's relatable. She's just one of the guys. <laughs> I love Chris Pratt, but he's kind of the male version of her. Yeah. He's like the fun, relatable guy. Like I love him. I think he's super relatable and fun. But that's because like I'm a I'm a a dork. Cook Maroney doesn't look relatable. You have soft chin there. Soft chin, Maroney. Sorry, if you're listening to this, I don't know why you soft would. Soft chin macaroni. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna listen to this, so it doesn't really matter, I guess, right? Garble. Th- yeah, Garble thinks you're a a bitch. <laughs> Let him know, Garbles. No, what I... <laughs> that's, that's if you saw my face, you'd be like, what's that potato doing? <laughs> oh, the potato's God. talking. The potato's talking. Stop talking, potato. So back to the movie. At this point in time in the movie, Jodie Foster has lost it. Yeah, but she... No, she's lost it, and, like, she's still in the euphoria of having, like, her husband, a.k.a. the beaver. And, like, everything's going great, and, like, she's living the dream. They're all having dinner at the dinner table like they used to. And then, uh... Yeah, she's, like, she's really in the, like you said, like, she's really in the euphoria of it. Like, she's really digging it. She's loving the vibes that Beaver Mail is putting out. Uh, the the beave is just, like... It's like, oi, everything's good and fun. We're having a family. Yeah, this is when the Beeve and Jodie Foster and Mel Gibson all have, like, the threesome. Well, yeah. So, at 37 minutes, I, uh, I have in my notes, 37 minutes in, and I'm confused of what the point of this movie is. And, and then the very next thing is, two beavers in that bed right now. <laughs> so, so, at this point, I was very confused uh, because they started to have a threesome. Uh, and the threesome is a montage of Jodie Foster, Mel Gibson, and the beaver making love. Uh, the beaver goes down on Jodie Foster. Uh, they, have shower, they, have sh- they, they have shower sex. Uh, oh, yeah, he does. Okay. And, yeah, they have, and then they push the little beaver's face up against the glass. Yeah, they push this. So the beaver's having shower sex, and his face gets smushed up against the glass. And he's 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 getting it done. Uh, the weirdest part is the end of the montage when they both come or whatever. <laughs> whatever Jodie Foster comes and she has her like she's like full of shame. Like Jodie Foster looks like she just shamefully masturbated after she fucked Mel in that beaver for like the tenth time. Like yeah, there's a look of just total like panic. She's like, oh my god, what have I done? Like, cause Mel, it's the beaver, her <laughs> Mel and the beaver are laying there and they're both breathing heavily. <laughs> the beaver's going, <sighs> and Jodie Foster's like, oh Jesus, fuck, what did I do? And so Mel Gibson curls her up and they he's he he big spoons her. And the beaver is on his hand underneath Jodie Foster, and the beaver's looking right into Jodie Foster's eyes. Just the smelly... Tra- and, and remember, at this point, it's a, still a smelly trash beaver. It probably stinks like shit. Mel only wore it once in the shower. Only once, and we he didn't put it... I, we don't think that he put it through the, the dishwasher or the washing machine to get any of no, the, gr- anything, the grime off. No, if anything, it probably didn't dry it right. It's probably stinky because yeah, it's like a wet yeah, towel. Mildew. It probably smells like mildew. 
Gross. Gross. Yeah, so uh, in my notes, I have Beef on Beef, uh, which was a good good line. Uh, some some nice Beef on Beef action. Um, of course, we're for all, for all the people that are into that. Yeah, for all the people that are into that. Uh, of course, referring to uh, the Beaver itself and Jodie Foster's Beaver, AA. Uh, Jodie Foster looking good in this movie. Uh, don't know how old she was 10 years ago, but either way. Um, she's 10 years older now. Yeah, she's probably still looking good. Jodie Foster's hot. She's timeless. Right, totally. So, at this point, Jodie Foster is clearly devastated by the fact that she's fucked this beaver so many times. And she wants to have, she wants her husband back. And they decide to go out on like a, I think it's like an uh, anniversary dinner or something like that, right? Like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't, like, are, they do announce what they're doing, but I forget what it is. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. It doesn't really matter. Uh, either way, uh, the most important part is when Mel Gibson is getting dressed and he breaks out the what, Brianna? <laughs> the beaver tuck. <laughs> Can you describe this for our listeners? If you've ever seen the Oscars and you see what a tux looks like, imagine that. But for like a doll, <laughs> for for a hand puppet, <laughs> for for a beaver, they get to the stake in but as a hamster, but a super strong. Clearly a beaver. It's clearly a beaver. It does not look like a hamster, and he's going to brown. So you know what a fucking beaver is, Anton. 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 He's Rest obviously not going for like veterinary services. So the beaver tucks, and then they go to dinner. Uh, Jodie Foster, first of all, Jodie Foster flips her shit, and she's like, I just want you! Like, no beaver! And so uh, Mel Gibson and his and his wife are doing their thing at dinner, and they're having a fight, and they can't figure out their problems. Uh, Mel Gibson is not going to come back to normal, and Jodie Foster throws a bunch of old pictures in his face to try to make him come back, and then the beaver starts yelling at her. Should this be a Twitch show? <laughs> Like live? Do you have to? Is Twitch all? Yeah, yeah, Twitch is live. We could do a Twitch show. That'd be fun. Maybe if we get so big and we shout out Beaver Bong enough, they'll send us Beaver Bongs. Do you think is there already a brand of Beaver Bong? Well, they have to be open. They have to be bottomless to to shove in the vagina. Well, yeah, I didn't think you were just shoving it there as like a placeholder, <laughs> <laughs> like a cup holder. Like, oh, let's just put it there. <laughs> Table is full. Thanks <laughs> <Paid> for that. <laughs> Get yourself a little bedside table. <laughs> so they're out to dinner at this point. Mel Gibson has a mental break because he's fucking. He's like the Jodie Foster has shamed him in, into not being the Beaver for the first time in months. And he doesn't know what to do. The beaver is not wearing the little beaver tux, which is super disappointing. They should have dressed it anyway. If you're going to take him. date. I mean, you got the tux made. Yeah. So Uh, all the while while they're at dinner with the beaver, Mel and Jody, the son, Porter, who smashes a hole in his wall in his bedroom and no one mentions it. He continuously, like every night he goes into his room and he bashes his head into the wall until it becomes bigger and bigger until he officially like breaks the insulation. Yeah. His room? Do you want to explain his room? His room is the same color as his parents' room. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. <laughs> I did not notice that, but that's weird. It's like a very odd shade of blue. Yeah, that's... So his room is um, covered in, like, post-its, but not, like, in a weird, like, prank way. It's like a... They're meaningfully put in different places. And then 
he has a wall of post-its, a world map, and all these, like, typical teenage, like, hand-drawn, like, I don't know, you could call them graffiti things. And yeah. the one that we thought was funniest was the Carpe Diem. <laughs> it, just said, it just said Carpe Diem in like a... If he was like uh, <laughs> trying to get back at like Cleopatra or something. Like, I don't know. It was just like Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem. It was just Carpe Diem and then surrounding it was like calligraphy and some like some <laughs> Arabic graffiti. Yeah, like just really weird. The coolest part was the world poster. Yeah, it, it was made of post-its. It didn't look like post-its until the end. It didn't. Yeah, we didn't know that till the end. Uh, it looked stupid until the end. And I thought it was cool. He's just feeling his feelings on the Yeah. So Anton Yeltsin is deeply involved with Jennifer Lawrence at this point. He's going on his first date with her. Yeah, and the way their relationship starts is because he is writing papers and stuff for people because he's a gifted child, right? Is that the mm-hmm. is that the gist? And so, he's just a good businessman. Yeah. Okay. Well, not that good, uh, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so he's, he charges five hundred dollars to write Jennifer Lawrence graduation speech, and she's cool with that. He says, "Yeah, awesome. I would have done it for a thousand. Sick. Awesome. So he, so he, he undershot himself, idiot. Uh, I don't know why the valedictorian wouldn't be able to write her own graduation speech. She's like, I'm not a writer. I'm an like, artist. That's what she says. Um, and so he, but he's also selling papers to other people in the school. And then at the one point, this kid comes up to him and he's like, Hey, Porter, man, like my mom, I think she found out. And he was like, I'll fucking, I'll fix it. Like, I'll send you a new link. We'll just say that, like you spend money on it. Spoiler alert. At the end, that kid rats on him and that's why he doesn't get into Brown. Uh, so. I, I really don't I really don't understand like what the fucking point of, of a lot of this stuff is. And he's super deep for a seventeen year old, which me and Brianna both agreed. He's angsty. Super deep and angsty. I wrote after that, I wrote getting a little intense at fifty one minutes. And I think that was when Anton Yelton and Jennifer Lawrence got arrested. Yeah, that was well the mom and dad and Beaver were on the date. Yeah. They went and like graffitied some building and then yeah. they got caught by the cops. So things are getting intense, and Jodie Foster decides that uh, she's going to leave. She goes, I rented a house. Me and the boys are leaving with whatever we can carry. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she leaves a so bunch that, of stuff behind that she's just so like, So that I, means, <laughs> fuck all the kids' artwork that they've made for me that's framed and hanging on the wall. I can only carry my clothes and this skateboard thing. Yes. Yes. And my roller, my roller toaster, roller toaster tycoon <laughs> computer. And like her, like her, like engineering scrolls. It could have been the Declaration of Independence. You never know. <laughs> so in the beginning of the movie, Mel Gibson gets like kicked out of his house and like goes to live in the hotel, or like he leaves. It's not really very clear. Um, no, and, he gets kicked out. I thought. Oh, did we see that? I think so. Okay, well, because it was just I think like she a, gets mad at him for being so depressed all the time. Yeah, like it's a mini montage in the beginning of him just being depressed, and then he ends up in the hotel. So maybe I missed that. It was just so boring. But either way, could have fallen asleep. Could have fallen asleep. Yeah, uh, I don't understand how they kicked him out, and then he comes back, and then now she's like, "All right, now I'm leaving." Like, why wouldn't she just kick him out again? Because she's I afraid of the... because she doesn't want to put up a fight because she knows that the beaver might get aggressive. And push her like he pushed the sun. Yeah, so the beaver beat the shit out of the sun. <laughs> no, he didn't. He just like pushed him around a little. Yeah, 
outside the school. But Jodie Foster's reaction made it sound like he beat the shit. It was also shit. like, you're just a stuffed animal. Just fight it. And so Mel Gibson is now... Home like, Alone with the Beef. Home Alone with the Beef. I think he's watching the news and like his great toy inventions like failing. Isn't it? No, no. So, so he goes, so he goes, so after they move out, he goes on like the Today Show. Oh, right. He does like a whole like press thing. And Matt Lauer, rapist alert, uh, Matt, Matt Lauer is like grilling him on depression and is like, do you take Matt Lauer? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Matt Lauer, if you're listening to this. Watch out. Yeah. Stop, stop locking interns in your office. Weird. Watch your back. <laughs> Don't look Brianna in there. <laughs> She'll get you. Watch out for the beaver. <laughs> Is that your new superhero name? Yes. <laughs> the garbles and the beaver. <laughs> so, so Mel Gibson lays in his son's cum bed. In his, in his, in his son's cummy... He so- does, he sticks his head through that huge hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah, he, he sees the hole in the wall, and he doesn't get mad, and he doesn't really pay it any mind, he just puts his head in it too. And Mel Gibson is, like, looking into the hole, and he's like, oh, what's going on in my life? And then he just lays in this, like, cummy teenage bed. Now, I say that because I... Sheets. Yeah, like, I say that because I was a teenage boy. And I know exactly what goes on. In, in was it crunchy or was it just so lubed up that when you jumped in, you just like slid right out of it? It's like half and half. It's like being at the beach. You never had time to drive. Yeah, like one, it's like being at the beach. One side's sand, one side's the ocean. You know what I mean? So he's laying in this bed and he gets a cum, he gets a cum sock on his hand. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't do that. But he's laying in the bed and then he like him and the beaver start like just beating the shit out of each other. And he hits himself over the head with like a a lamp and some other objects. And I don't remember this. <laughs> and he pops out. He pop, Remember the beaver had the fucked up eye. The be- I remember that part. The beaver had no eye, and it looked so weird. And he was like, "Didn't I give but you, you know everything?" You know what also you- happened? What? Mel Gibson's eye. Mel Gibson's eye was all up too. Like. Ooh, that's true. An eye for an eye. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so now before I get into what happens after he fights the beaver, when he goes into the basement for the final time, is there anything else you want to uh, you want to talk about uh, in the movie? No. The only thing we didn't really touch on is he comes up with this brilliant idea. This actually, actually, we do have to talk about this. So he comes up with the idea for. A toolkit for children. And that talks. That talks, yeah. Like, the, the toolbox talks, and it has tools inside the box. And a beaver face. <laughs> so he goes into work, and he runs up to, like, the woman. I don't know her name. I feel bad. I'm going to look it up. He goes into work, and he walks up to... Oh, no. Well, the woman's name is Cherry Jones. <laughs> Really? No, in real life, her name is Cherry Jones. But on, really? I am, really? on IMDb, it just says Vice President. Hmm. They didn't even give her a name. That's so bonkers. She played the cop in Signs. It's weird. Really? No, Gibson was So, I guess I don't have to know her name. So, Vice President Woman is in the office, and Mel Gibson runs in with this, like, block of wood that he's whittled into a beaver face. (laughs) And he's like, oh, look what I got here, love. Like, it's a, we're going to sell this to the children. They love it. They got their computers and the technology and the cell phones. But 
no one's got this. But it's just, it's literally just a... It's just like, it's not even like they're kids' tools, they're like look, adult-looking tools. Yeah, yeah, they're adult tools. And so he's like, she's like, okay, do you want to do this for like the winter? And he's like, no, let's do it now, it's May, let's do it. And she's like, oh, well, you got it, boss. She's like, do you want to do this for the Christmas season? <laughs> and he's like, fuck and he's no. like, no, right now. No, right now, bitch. You stupid goddamn bitch. <laughs> Oi. And so, Listen to me. Damn, I'm fucking raver. And so the fuck, so they make the thing, and then the very next scene is a woman standing outside the Times Square Toys R Us, like a news anchor woman, and she's going, "Jerry Co's new toy, the Beaver Box, is the biggest hit of its Christmas in May. It's the biggest hit of the year, selling off the shelves. Everybody loves it." And it's like, what? What? <laughs> like you're gonna tickle me Elmo the beaver box? Like no, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. I wouldn't sense. even have bought that for like myself. <laughs> I, I love kids stuff. I'm not even sure if it really talked. Yeah, I don't. We did. It did, it did. They didn't really show it. All they showed was them like putting the beaver face on the box and then putting tools in the box, and then like halfway, like a, like another halfway through the movie, they show that the beaver, all the beaver boxes are like fifty percent off, and the co- the company's struggling again. Like that's essentially it. Like that's the closure we get on the company. Like it worked and then it didn't work for no fucking reason. Like for no fucking reason. And woman vice president. Who, I mean, you can't even give her a name. She's the if you go to IMDb, she's the second build cast member, like above Jodie Foster. She name. What is it? Morgan. Well, why does on IMDb say vice president? It's in the trivia part of it. Oh my goodness, Morgan. Okay, so you have to go to the trivia. They said that if you read her name's Morgan Newell, and if you read the news thing that she's in at the end, it, like if you read the blurry letters, you'd notice it said. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. I know. That's nuts. So give this woman some more respect. Morgan. Uh, <laughs> Morgan is the president now. Mel Gibson's starting to like realize that the beaver isn't helping him. Yep. And so he ends up, get, yeah, he gets the shit kicked out of him by the beaver. And then he's like, what do you want to do, Mel? And he's like, I know what I'll do. And then Mel Gibson goes into the basement. And he starts crafting something. And you're watching this and you're going, what the fuck is he making? Uh, uh, looks all right. Is he making a new toy to like save the company again or something? No. He makes a little coffin. He makes a little wooden coffin to to put the beaver in. But then he tries to put the beaver in and the beaver's like, you can't do it, man. You can't do it, mate. You can't do it. It's I'm the beaver. Oi. And so he goes, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. And he cuts off his fucking arm. With a bandsaw. We don't see it, but you hear him, you see him kick on the bandsaw. And then he, you hear it like, and he's like, and then Anton Yelton runs over to the house because the mom tried to call Mel the night before. He picked up. And the other kid was crying for him. Yeah, but, and he picked up, but then like, he was like, it's the beaver, I can't talk, or some shit like that. (laughs) And that's it. And and so the the son finds him, and then the he goes to the hospital, and he's he, he's a it's terrible CGI of his a of a, nub. N- n- a stub of a hand. His nubbin. <laughs> his. <laughs> and then he goes to like what seems like a rehab slash crazy person hospital. Yeah, and he's staying there for a little while, and he seems to get better. Uh, at this point, they also intercut 
to Jennifer Lawrence's closure in the movie. And Jennifer Lawrence's closure in the movie is that she goes back to the spot where they got arrested and does a mural for her brother, uh, who we find out uh, that died of a heroin overdose because Anton Yelton, he yells at her in the lunchroom and he's like, just because your brother died of an overdose doesn't mean you have to give up on who you are. Yeah, so she does this whole memorial kind of thing for her dead brother. Uh, and she's like, I guess I did have a lot to get out, but like, they're not going to get arrested this time. Like, it's like... But this was like something that she seemed like she made at home and then brought it there because it's in pieces. Right. It's like cut into big post-it notes, like huge, large post-it notes. And he brings it, he brings it home. And Yelton brings, <laughs> brings it home and he like puts it on his walls with creepy, ba- there's like the creepy baby eyes in it that are like shining through the light. No carpe diem. No carpe diem anymore. He seized the day already because uh, he got all oh. up. He, he got all up in Jennifer Lawrence's chutzpahs. <laughs> up in her beaver. And up in her beaver. I didn't want to say it again. <laughs> so then, like, he doesn't get into Brown because, like... He does I, get I, into I, Brown. He gets accepted. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Ended. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Uh, he gets into Brown, and that's, he's like, he... So he's his plan is to, like, go to, like, all these weird spots on the way to Brown. Yeah, because he probably has to go on, like, a trip to find himself kind of thing. Jennifer Lawrence at one point goes... What are you looking to find? And he was like, it's what I'm looking to get rid of. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, that was, was, like, was kind of good. I liked that. And so so he's going to go to Brown and do that whole thing. Uh, and then he gets ratted on by the kid he was writing papers for. And he gets expelled. So he becomes depressed like his dad and starts just laying on the couch. And He, like, sleeps a lot. And, like, the mom yells at him for sleeping. Much. Yep. And which, by the way, Jody. Of course, the youngest one still just perfectly fine. Like, yeah, chilling. Most well adjusted kid, most well adjusted person in the whole movie, I should say. Jody Foster, by the way, like your husband just went through a massive spell of depression and left you because he speaks to a beaver and you're not going to get your 17 year old or 18 year old high school senior son like checked into a hospital or anything like that. Like, you need to get it the fuck together. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, you don't have control, honey. You lost. Yeah. Stop playing Roller Coaster Tycoon and face chatting. <laughs> FaceTiming Asian people, Jodie Foster. <laughs> so, so, so Mel Gibson cuts off his hand. He's in the hospital. And then I don't really know when Anton yells. I think it's after he goes out and sees the mural that he feels better. Yeah. He sits in front of the mural once he's put in his room. He starts to write the graduation essay for Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. And then the movie kind of ends with Jennifer Lawrence giving that speech. And it's super boring. It sounded like she totally went off script anyway. And yeah. I thought it was bad. Like, yeah. It sounded like she cut off his words. <laughs> no, it was shit. It was so uninspirational. And she definitely went off script and did not read verbatim what the script said. Not the actual script, but the script that Aunt Yelton wrote for her. So bad, so boring. And he walked into the graduation and just kind of stood there. Not a great speech at all. Don't know why he got into Brown. Don't know why he was writing papers for everyone. I don't know why everybody would want him to write papers if that's how, how their papers were written. But I just remember that he ended up going to see his dad and they both hugged. And then the mom was kind of like, this is nice. And then the little blonde kid was just like still chilling. No beaver closure in this movie, which really pissed me off. No after credit yeah, scene, which makes sense. Explain, but like, They don't explain what happened to the beaver. Like, where's Mel's hand? Is it still in the, is it rotting in the beaver in the garage? What do they do with the beaver? Did they try to reattach it? Like, that's possible. Yeah, that's possible. 
super weird line at the end where they're like, don't touch him. The the tourniquet saved his life. And it's because yeah. the son obviously went and found him. But it would have been cool if in the movie they were like, oh, yeah, the son's like a Eagle Scout or some shit. And he knows how to tie knots. Like, they didn't give... like He actually performed a drug, <laughs> yeah. drug transfusion. Yeah, like, he knows what to, he knows what he's doing. Like, none of that. Well, beaver coffin, they couldn't have buried it. Like, everybody's like, hey, we buried the beaver. And the dad's like, yeah, there's like... It's kind of like a moment of clarity for him and him feeling good and a little bit there of back to normal. Of none of that. None of that. Fuck the beaver. Two stars. Out of how many? Three. <laughs> Ten. What? Are, what's our score? Are we gonna give scores? Yeah. What's our? All right. What's our system? I don't know. Pop. Okay, so it's got to be out of popcorn bags. How many come in a roll? Ooh, fifty. So this got for me. This got ten out of fifty popcorn bags. No, I'll give it twelve out of fifty popcorn bags. I'll give it a twenty. A twenty out of fifty. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Because oh. I mean, it did happen to Beaver Tuffy. <laughs> a lot of good Beaver jokes. Our next movie will be Leave It to Beaver. And we're only going to do Beaver movies. <laughs> so get ready, pornos. We're not only doing <laughs> Beaver movies. We're going to get into pornos because there's no other Beaver named movies, right? <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas with some hairy beavers. <laughs> oh, If you don't know what Debbie Does Dallas is, um, it's a... It's like one of the first pornos, I think. Go look it up. It's super hilarious. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense as a porno anymore. Okay, well, I was thinking we could either do movies that both have like the same word in the title. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like just doing like the lowest rated Rotten Tomatoes movies would be good too. Ooh, that's a good one. We'd have to have like a a threshold. So like lowest Rotten Tomato scores with 500 reviews. So we wouldn't be watching just like... Or with like a a really good actor in it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll watch The Fanatic. I want to watch that. I heard that's so fucking awful. I haven't seen it though. I do think it's movies that we should... We've never seen. Yeah, we definitely have to stick to movies we've never seen. Yeah. If you're listening to this right now, (laughs) this is the process. So... Hop off. <laughs> would you recommend this movie? No. No, I would not recommend this movie. I would recommend it to my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> they should use this as anti-riot tactics. Like, everybody's worried. Like, you think tear gas and rubber bullets? Like, no, they should blast the beaver yes. from from speakers. Just, like, people get so bored and want to go home. They'd be like, "Fuck this, dude! We're out of here. This is lame. I don't even care about. I don't even care about social justice anymore. Just like, fuck, turn off the beaver. That's what people are gonna feel like." Yeah, no, there was just. We know there's not gonna be a sequel. Yeah, disappointing. So many unanswered things. Well, that's the thing. They didn't kill. You didn't see the beaver die at the end. So it's like they could have made a sequel. I don't know if that was the intention. I don't know why you would want a sequel in this Beaververse. I don't know if Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster had some grand plan. Saga. Yeah, the Beaver Saga. Like, it was like 2010, 2011, before the Marvel Universe really took off. Maybe this was like one of the contenders. Maybe it was going to be like a beaver. And maybe the hamster was a, a call to the next film. When the like Twilight, like... Maybe the sun is going to have a uh, little hamster. <laughs> They're going to find like a whole colony of beavers that can like... <laughs> That's going to be it. An hour and a half would have been like four and a half episodes of the Angry Beavers. I think that that movie could have easily been 45 minutes and we could have called it a day. It was, okay, 
Another, yeah, side note, like, it was so long for an hour and a half. Like, it fucking dragged. It was a painful hour and a half. Painful. Any other thoughts in general, Brianna, before we we end the show? Um, hashtag burn those bras. Ooh, I don't wear a bra. Fuck that. I would never wear a bra. I'm telling all you ladies out there right now, if you don't wear a bra, and if you don't want to wear a bra, good for you. You'd never catch me in a bra. If they told me, if they were like, men have to wear, I don't even wear underwear half the time. What? If they were like, men have to wear these like uncomfortable, like like, aluminum lined fucking holsters on my upper body, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. I don't wear aluminum holsters. Is that not what a bra is? It's not an aluminum holster for your boobs? No. An aluminum boob boob holster? No. I'll have to ask my... Your boobs? My significant other if she wears iron-clad boob holsters. (laughs) Titanium only. She's Yeah, she's a copper. She's a copper gal. She's classy, Yeah. 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 She just bought... She just bought some... New copper clad bras from Torrid. Oh, lit. Right? Copper clad. Ooh, Torrid. Thick girls. Listen, that could be our demographic. And we could <laughs> and we could do Thicker than a Snicker? Thicker than a Snicker. I'm I'm chubby. Brianna's chubby. We could be like a chubby friendly podcast. Chubby's only. Chubby's only. <laughs> that could be the name of our podcast too. Chubby's only. I'll put that in the details. I'll say Chubby's only. And then you'll have to watch the whole... We'll have to listen to all of this to get to the very end to see what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm going to put Chubby's Only, listen to the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's be like an hour long. <laughs> Brown, anything to uh for our listeners before we sign off? No. Fuck them. I like to Irish exit anyway, so I think I was just going to start to like stop talking. That's how you're gonna end it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be like a, a totally non-physical Irish accent. Should we? Should we? Three, two, one, silence. No, it's just like oh, Brianna just must have said bye already. You thought I left there, huh? <laughs> Wait, come back. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, bye everybody. (laughs) Say bye, Brianna. Bye. Bye.